0: Get
1: ready for success. Leadership Strategies for Women is a show dedicated to providing practical and valuable strategies for emerging women leaders of today. It's your time to get inspired, motivated, and challenged to achieve your vision for success. And now, here's leadership speaker and coach,
2: Ellie Nieves. This is the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast, and I'm your host, Elie Nieves. I'm the founder and president of Leadership Strategies for Women, where I develop seminars and webinars to help high-achieving women show up, speak up, and step up in their careers. To learn more, please follow my website at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com, or you can look us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Here to talk to us today about jump-starting your career in the era of the Great Resignation is Kristen Schumann. Kristen is a certified business coach and member of the Forbes Coaching Council. She has helmed successful businesses for more than 20 years, including the award winning Nervy Girl magazine. She owns a career consulting practice called Spark a Career and a co working space called Brightside Space. Her new book, Jumpstart How to Redirect a Career That Has Stalled, Lost Direction, or Reached a Crossroads, offers a 10 step Pro process on poisoning oneself for a career change. Kristen, welcome to the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast.
1: Thank you, glad to be here.
2: So Kristen, share a little bit about your background.
1: Okay. Well, I started out as um, a journalist in the journalism space for, for um, the first part of my career and um, had a magazine, um, as you mentioned, called Nervy Girl and uh, did some time in, in you know, print journalism with that. And that was basically just a, a magazine I was trying to create for women that I wanted to read because I didn't care for most women's magazines, to be honest. And uh, we had a you know, bit of a following here in Portland and beyond for three years. This is in the early 2000s. Um, and then from then we moved on to owning my own marketing and kind a of PR consulting business called Mixed Media and did that for a while, Um, started a family, and then um, actually worked in the nonprofit kind of communication PR space for a while, and ultimately decided to go back to school to become a therapist myself, thinking I wanted to be a therapist, that was, um, and uh, um, got my master's in social work, 2015, and then decided to launch a career counseling practice, which seemed like a better fit for me since it brought together both counseling and kind of my marketing and PR, and writing background kind of brings all of it into the same kind of bag of tricks (laughs) and uh yeah and that's what i've been what i've been doing ever since and i have a practice called spark a
2: career very nice so what inspired you to write your book
1: it's just something that i kind of just um uh, road tested with clients i just would make these different tools that i would use with clients um things that you know very often would start with introspective stuff especially if someone was in um, kind of a very foggy space, like almost like a pea soup-like fog in their career and stuff that brought out. And some of these were just, you know, I can't take credit for creating. They're they're kind of tried and true career counseling techniques like, you know, Myers-Briggs and um, having people ascertain their values and and their strengths and their skills and and things like that. But with everything I do, I tend to kind of bring my own kind of spin to it. And and before I knew it, I just had sort of this, this method that I worked with. And um, I just thought it you know, kind of, it just kind of evolved into a book that I would use kind of informally, not in an informal sense, not the sense that it wasn't formal, but it wasn't a book, <laughs> right? Um, and a collection of kind of workbook activities and, and reading materials and, and almost like essays and part of it, um, things to reflect on, that kind of thing. Um, and then it just kind of became a book and I decided to kind of make it into a book and organize it and, and publish it, so
2: a great example of some of what we each do as individuals and we don't necessarily stop and think that it could become something bigger and clearly something here's something that you developed in helping clients it became a process and now it's something that's uh you know a tangible book right that other people can also tap into that's great great way to share your knowledge
1: yeah that's a good way to put it yeah and um i tried to take people's feedback over time if things were confusing or you know or didn't quite work for people, I tried to kind of modify it pr- accordingly. So I, I, I really, um, I feel like it's been sort of, you know, tested and, you know, and kind of can exactly. I thought, why not let it help other people beyond the people who come to see me, you know, one-on-one.
2: Right. So what are some of the tips that you have for people who are seeking to make a transition in their career right now? I think it's,
1: it's important to do if you, especially if you're feeling like it's going to be a a sort of dramatic pivot. I think it's really important to do that, that introspective work that you might need to do to really get clear about what causes engagement for you. And sometimes that starts by finding out what's caused disengagement for you. So anyone who sees me um, knows that I have them watch a 10 minutes kind of TED talk by Dan Pink called, um, it's about the 10, the surprising things that motivate us in our work, right? And I'll just distill that in a Few minutes or a few seconds it basically is the point of it is that money doesn't actually really motivate most of us once our things are mostly paid for in our lives um and money is no longer a concern for us the things that tend to motivate us are autonomy purpose and um and and sort of contribution and meaning right and and then i would add to that that's not in the ted talk but i would add connection to those things so that's what i ask people to Ask themselves like among those things if you're unhappy in your work, what among or between those things is missing, right? And that that's that could be a really good place to start, and then try to address that. You know, that's great. That's what I would really. That's I guess that's the the, the in, in a quick way. <laughs> that's the best tip I can offer is try to get kind of clear on that, and then and do the work around. Maybe that that can be found in the work that you're in, in now, and just something needs to shift. But if a dramatic shift is needed, then I think you're gonna to wanna to dive into things like, you know, your values and your skills and your strengths, and, you know, just really get clear about, you know, what, what will cause that engagement for you, right? Yeah.
2: So in, in addition to introspection, why is it important for people to consider working with a career counselor? What are some of the advantages of, of doing so?
1: I think it can be a really good um, objective party to your experience. By that, I mean, by the time somebody comes to me, they usually have talked to kind of everyone they know in their intimate and even not so intimate circle about where they are. And and often it's because they've been encouraged to come to me because of like a spouse telling them or a friend um, saying, you know, um, wow, it sounds like this might be helpful for you to see a career career coach or a career counselor um, because they may have offered all the advice they have by that point. And then i'm i'm kind of outside their experience in a way that, that's helpful right i can be objective and and because sometimes we spend a lot of time with people in our lives and we we kind of freeze them into certain um you know ways that they might be like if they've always been say um a physician's assistant that's how we tend to think of them and it's sort of hard for us to imagine them doing anything else so it can just be, it can be just helpful to have that clear-eyed kind of separate party outside your, your world that kind of, but still somebody that you have a connection with, right? That's important too, to have someone that you have a rapport with that kind of gets who you are. And and, I, and by the way, I tend to work with mission-driven and creative professionals, that's my, that's my space. So that's that's, I think the best reason to do it.
2: So for those individuals who are considering working with a career counselor, what should they be thinking about? before they actually seek one out well most
1: queer coaches or queer counselors and i'll I'll tell you the difference what i think the difference those things are if you want me to in a minute but um uh i think that it's most of us offer a like a 30 minute consult or even a 15 minute consult i think it's a good idea just to get to set that up and really get clear with that person what you would you know if they if they They seem to be somebody that they you could talk to, right? Because you're you are gonna even if you don't think you will, it's pretty likely you're gonna tell them fairly intimate things about yourself that you may not want everyone knowing. And I would I would I would you know really you know you know be clear about that too, make sure that this this whoever you're seeing is is gonna keep everything confidential. Um, That's pretty much standard practice, so I don't think you have to worry about that too much. But I think if you don't have that rapport, just like with a therapist, if you don't have that rapport, then not a lot of work. Is going to get done. That's going to be useful. That said, I think sometimes that rapport can, you know, can can take a little time to build too. So, so, so be be patient with the process too. Um, but I think, and and I think looking for somebody who sort of gets your field to some extent too is 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 important. Um, it's impossible for all career counselors to specialize in everything. Um, but most of us are gonna are going to pick kind of a sector that we either have experience in or that we just tend to, to understand pretty well.
2: So you you do believe that a career counselor needs to have a level of expertise in the field that you are in so that they can be helpful to you in your career transition.
1: Yeah, and I don't I don't know if they have to, they had to have excelled in that field per se. I just think they need to sort of be, you know, someone who, you know, is 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 curious enough about that field to understand what the, you know, what the networking opportunities are and what how the field kind of works, how um, you know, how advancement works in a given field and in a in a given city or town or state, what the who the major players are, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that's gonna be, you know, more helpful to someone.
2: And what are some of the considerations about re entering the workforce after someone's been absent from the workforce for some time. How can uh, that person best prepare for the situation?
1: That's actually one of my, what I call one of my sweet spots. That was one of the things that I was the most excited um, to work around, to work with people around um, when I got started, because I had experienced that myself. I had taken a few years off to take care of little children. I had two kids kind of back to back, um, less than two years apart. And I, um, you know, I kept my skills up in certain ways um, through volunteering and I did some kind of freelance grant writing even early on. But um, I think to answer your question, I think it's, um, you know, I think a lot of what goes on with people when they wanna reenter the workforce is, I'm not gonna say it's all in their head that they, they feel like there's maybe biases or prejudices against them and reentering, but in my experience with a lot of my clients, um, a lot of it can be in people's heads, if that makes sense. Um, there's Cause really most employers won't count that against you, especially now ever since 2009, I think there's been, and now with COVID having really disrupted so much, um, there's really a shift in how people look at whether or not people took some time off to care for a loved one or care for children or maybe their own sickness or something. Um, I think we've become um, you know, we, we still have a ways to go on this front, but I think we've become a slightly more compassionate group of people around that and, and understanding that. And, you know, as women have been in the workforce more too, I think that's, that's you know, they may have been in that situation themselves and be more sympathetic to it. That said, I also would say to people, um, if you're working, if you're denied a job because somebody held that against you, you, you may not want to work there, right? I mean, that, that might be a red flag for you. And I, I do like people to think about the fact that they're they're interviewing the company as much as they're being interviewed when they go into a given situation, so you know you want to be in a place that you can thrive, right? So, Good, um, nice. but but beyond that, I think it's just important to to yeah take a little time to again back to the introspection to get a little clear about you know because because that it can mess with your confidence. I'm very aware of that, having experienced that myself, um, being out of the workforce for a bit. Um, so yeah, getting clear about your skills and your strengths, or your values, and what you care about. A lot of times, people experience a, a, pretty dramatic value shift, you know, when they have children, or experience other things. So, so I think getting clear about that is a really good, you know, a good way to kind of prepare yourself for reentering
2: the workforce. So, what's next for you personally?
1: Um, probably another book. Um, I feel like the book within itself almost has a couple other opportunities for books. It's not as simple as taking it out and just making it a book. So it'd be its own project, but I think there's a book. Um, sometimes people who come see me are just, the book is really for someone who kind of wants to go soup to nuts to a you know pretty, um, pretty clear transition in their career, but they're toward the end of the book. There's things around, you know, the, what I call brass tacks, which are going to be the resume LinkedIn interview prep, um, networking. Um, the book also, I think, which makes the book a little different than other career books is it allows for that possibility that you might be an entrepreneur, right? And so there's actually a halfway through the book, you kind of ask yourself, you know, am I an entrepreneur and am I an employee? And, and there's even a quiz to that front. And, um, and then if, if, you, if you do, you kind of go down a different road than you would if you're a, an employee, right? And um, there's a 14-point checklist in it. And if you go through all the checkpoints in the book, basically will have written a business plan so I think there's that's another book I think within the book I think there's a an opportunity for a book that's just about how to help someone start a business there's a book on just the brass tacks stuff that people just want that and they don't need the as much of the introspective stuff as someone going through a full transition so um, I also have an idea to start to do a planner that accompanies the book so I just have to find a dartboard and make a choice about one of those next projects, <laughs> I guess.
2: <laughs> That's great. That's great to hear. So where can our listeners get your book?
1: They can find it on Amazon.com. Um, and I can I can show you a cov- the cover if you want me to it's right here. Absolutely. Um, it. And um, yeah, there's it's it's available in okay. paperback and as an ebook. Um, it is kind of a workbook and book in one. So if you're somebody who likes to have kind of a book that they can kind of write by, with a pen, kind of everything, then, then I, I recommend the paperback. But um, yeah.
2: That's great. And how can our listeners get in touch with you?
1: They can get, um, they can find me at sparkercareer.com And I also have an author site at
2: kristinschuman.com. Great. Thank you so much, Kristen, for taking the time today to help us learn how we can jumpstart our careers in this era of the great resignation you've been a fabulous guest.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
2: Great. And to all of my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in until next time. God bless.